Hello, it's Hazel. It's Azura. And I'm Jermaine. And welcome back to another episode of Cleverty's Hush Podcast. So in our previous episode, we spoke about something that was a ping ping piang piang. One more time, please. Well, what do you say? <gasps> ping ping piang piang. Okay. Which means like, bada bing, bada boom. Right? Okay. And you know... All I hear is sounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've actually gotten some like DMs uh, responding to that episode. About mm. cheating. Yes, yes. And uh, how support is very important. Mm. So in this episode, we're actually going to speak about friend therapists. Friend oh. therapists. So like a friend who acts as a therapist. That's right. Oh. So they're not professional, but they're there to listen to you and offer you advice. Mm. Okay. And you know, how, how sometimes this can lead in a good way or not. Yes. Okay, but first of all, girls, do you have a friend therapist to turn to? Yes, absolutely. Okay. One of my best friends is essentially my therapist. That's why I don't pay for therapy. Um, whenever I'm spiraling or I'm going through a tough time or even something simple, like I don't know what to reply to this guy, immediately all the screenshots are sent to her or I get on a video call with her and she will be able to calm me down or just give me perspective to move oh, on. Oh, so nice. And her scones are also very nice. Her scones are delicious. <laughs> Miso butter. Mm. <laughs> okay, what about you, Zura? Um, Usually I'm the therapist. Ooh. But I also have my own set of therapists. Wow. Must be tough to be that person. Which one? <laughs> the therapist to her. Yeah, your therapist. Yes. So for me, I feel like my therapist friends, um, Jeremy is one of them. Aww. I always right. remember last year when I was going through a very, very tough period. Like uh, I've mentioned this. She would listen to me like 20 minutes before our radio shift starts. We would sit at level 3 of Media Corp and she would just like listen to me uh, pour out my, my sorrows and my troubles and that really brought me a lot, a lot of comfort. Mm. I wish I can be this figure to somebody else lah, but I don't know if I'm actually a friend therapist to any of my friends actually. You could be, as in yeah. to be honest. I, I do think that like we said previously, you are quite a moral compass. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So maybe there's nobody to come to me. <laughs> no, he's tell me about like, the issues. I don't go to Hazy first, but right. I will tell Hazy. Yeah. And her approval is very important to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it means that you're doing something right. Yes. <laughs> oh, I remember there was one time Zura told me something, and then after she she told me about the entire incident, she was like, Hazy, I hope you're not disappointed with me. Mm. And I was very taken aback. I was like, Zura, why would I be disappointed in you? If anything, I would support your choices because I'm here for you as your friend. Aww. Yes, so don't ever think that, you know, I'm not very fierce. Uh, yeah, I just have a, a, a stricter uh, moral compass. <laughs> you all can come to me. I can be your friend therapist at a low rate. Hey! <laughs> okay, DM Hey Hi Hazel on Instagram now. <laughs> okay, now speaking of friend therapist, what do you think are some of the good qualities in a friend therapist? Okay, I think um, it's someone that can listen very well. So they listen to everything that you have to say before they offer any opinions or any perspective for you to move on. Yeah. I think they also know you on a better level. Mm. They know like certain things you don't have to explain. You know, they understand why you did certain things, how you can avoid certain things. So I think that helps. Mm -hmm. I feel like you also have to be a genuinely kind person. Mm. And empathy must be one of your strongest suits because then you can understand how other people are feeling or where they're coming from, right? So now a quick question for the floor. Among the three of us, mm. who do you think is the best friend therapist? Oh, one, two, three, we say the name. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me think. Yeah. Okay, in three, two, one, Jamie. Okay. Who, who do you say? Jamie. Me? Jamie, yeah. Oh my gosh, I make so many bad life decisions. I'm your therapist friend. No, actually, I feel like maybe that's why you make such a good therapist friend. Makes <laughs> what? Ah. No. <laughs> no, no, I understand where you're coming from. Because yeah. you have gone through these um, decisions yeah. that you know how it makes you feel after making them. So oh. sometimes your advice is to never mind. 
just take the fall and then you feel better. Jermaine is very brave. She's yes. the one. Yes. She will tell you as it is and she will support you making uncomfortable decisions. Right. I yes. don't judge. I will never judge. Correct, 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 yeah. correct. Like some of the things I tell Jamie, right, if I were being rational, I would never make this decisions that I have made. Therefore, okay. I, need, I need to confide in her. But oh. she'll tell me, no, it's okay, Z. Yeah. We all have bad days. It's just a bad day, not a bad life. Correct. Yes. Favourite quote. Yes. Yeah. It's okay to make this mistake. And then I feel like, oh, maybe I'm not that bad after all. Okay, so my therapist rates are as such. $10 per month. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so my own therapist friend, I actually sent her this whole script and I said, let me know what you think. Okay. okay. So she sent me a whole paragraph because she's someone like that. And she actually said the same thing. To be a good therapist friend, mm. you actually have to go through a lot of shit in your your own life so that you can relate easily to others and make them feel safe talking to you. I'm so sorry, right. Jamie, that you went through so much oh, shit in your <laughs> life. Like, she went through more shit. There we go. <laughs> Correct. There we go. So very good. And I think yeah. that before you open up to someone as well, I mean like, everybody has many friends, right? There's Correct. a reason why you chose that one person. Because you knew that they wouldn't push back too much or that they would comfort you in the way that you needed. You knew that they had something to give the way you needed yes. it to be. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So, I feel like there are different friends for different occasions. Correct. When a certain... If you want to drink, call me. Yes, <laughs> correct. Correct. Like, when it comes to like, bad decision making, Jamie <laughs> is the first person I'll go to. <laughs> so sad. But no. for, for example, when it comes to like, career related like uh, issues, right? Yeah. Then, Zhe Liang would mm. be someone that I would approach. Ah, okay. He's actually a very good listener as well. That's true, that's yeah, true. Full of empathy. But I mean, you know, being the therapist friend, that comes with a lot of expectations as well, right? That, that's true. You need to be able to draw like healthy boundaries. Yes, you have to be empathetic to the person, but you can't like absorb everything like a sponge and then bring that home with you as well, right? So here's what my therapist friend said. Sometimes it is important to be that therapist friend. Yes, professionals exist for a reason, but they are not as easily available. They're expensive and they're not easy to talk to sometimes because they are a stranger Correct. after all. On the other hand, I feel like sometimes it's easier to open up to a stranger because oh. you have no fear of being judged. Right, that's true. Unless your friend can be like Jeremy, you know, really don't judge you. Then you feel comfortable in like confiding in her. But in all honesty, I think a lot of friends out there, they would like to offer a piece of their own advice to these people facing situations or like mm. issues, right? And sometimes these advice are uncalled for. Mm. Yes. Correct. Sometimes you just want to rant. Correct. Yes. Mm. So I think a very important question is also to ask, do you need a listening ear or do you need advice? Yes. yes. Definitely. Do you want me to do something about it? Right. Or do you just want me to listen? Correct. Yeah. But I also feel like uh, I'm the kind of person who does not really give advice. Oh yes, I, that's very true. So when you tell Zura like um some troubles... She's the um, reservoir. Correct. She looks at you with like concern and love in her eyes and go like, I understand. Correct. I understand. Yeah, and, and her, her eyes are very big. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And then she holds your hand and go, yes, I understand. No, it's okay it's to okay. feel that way, Hazy. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. And then immediately I feel like, well, wow, I leveled up. I feel so, basically, so much better. Basically, we trauma dumb on her, Zura. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you yes. for allowing us to do yes. this. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a reservoir. People come to me and tell me these things and I just take it. <laughs> and I keep it and I bring it to my deathbed. Oh, <laughs> my, my gosh. Yeah. A lot of secrets in your deathbed. Ooh. Yeah. But what do you think are some, you know, cons of being a therapist friend or confiding in a friend instead of actually going to therapy? What what could go wrong there? I think there's a lot of things to consider. Okay. Um, especially if your therapist friend is maybe someone who is vocal and let's say you're in a space where you have no capacity to sort of filter or 
you're very easily swayed. You're in a very Correct. vulnerable position where you're, you know, lost, you're confused and you're really holding on for support. Mm. But let's say they offer an advice that maybe it's something you usually wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, but at that point, I feel like, you know, in a space like that, you're very easily swayed. That's true because um, recently I was going through a tough time and I confided in in my therapist friend and a few other friends as well, mm. right? So everyone was giving me different advice. Uh. And it came to a point where one of my friends had to tell me to my face, Jermaine, everyone is giving you different advice and you're getting very conflicted and confused in your head. You need to decide for yourself what's best for you. So that's the thing about talking to friends as well. Correct. Everyone has a different opinion. And you will feel afraid of hurting their feelings if you don't heed their advice. That's true. That's Correct. true to a certain extent. Have yeah, you yeah. heard of this thing called an asshole? Asshole. Oh my. Like an asshole. Like A S K hole. Yeah. Asshole. What does yes. that mean? Like they ask, 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 but they don't listen. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. I get good advice, but then I just do the wrong things. But some mistakes you gotta make for yourself, you know? Correct. Yeah, like, correct, if you make correct. them over and over again, then you're stupid like me, yeah. But <laughs> some friend therapists, they may impose their advice on you and they oh. will follow up and ask you, like, you know, how are you feeling? Are you better? Have you done what I asked you to do? Huh? I mean they come they come from a good intention. They come from a good place definitely, but then it just makes you feel a lot more pressurized and stressed. So I remember there was this point in my life where I was going through one of my most like major breakups when I was uh, still like schooling and stuff and I confided in my mom. Mm. She listened to me like you know that night she really made me feel very comfortable but you know moms being moms they are so worried for their daughters mm. and then uh, she gave me a lot of advice that she expected me to follow like step one, two, three, four, five. Oh. and as much as I knew she was coming from a good place it was a bit hard to heed her advice because when was the last time she experienced a breakup? Like probably what 20, 30 years ago before she met my dad and how they dealt with things back then is very different from how we deal with things now in our day and age. So I find like her advice actually doesn't apply to me. Therefore, there was no way of me like using it. Mm. Then was she hurt that you didn't heed Um, her advice? She wasn't. She was just extremely worried. And then this makes me like... uh, Conflicted. Like, yeah, conflicted and so confused. Like, should I not have told her in the first place? Mm-hmm. That's the thing about confiding in your parents. Correct. If your mm. parent is your therapist friend, there needs to be a very special dynamic for that to happen. Yeah. Like, for my therapist friend, her mom is sort of her therapist friend. Oh. But they have a very good relationship and her mom would never impose on her to do anything. Right. You know, just be there for her, hear her out. Um, when she's spiraling, she calls her mom. Oh, yeah. So I think that's, that's so very, nice. very nice. Yeah, I'm learning to confide in my parents as mm-hmm. well, uh, step by step. Mm-hmm. It, it's tough though. Correct. Yeah. And sometimes the things they say just make you feel like you should not have ever told Angry. Them anything. Angry. Yes. Yes. But that could happen with your friends as well. Oh, true. Yeah. True. You need to pick your friends that you emotional yeah. unload to. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. Friends are not objective. Whereas a professional therapist, yeah. it's in their nature of their job to be objective. True. Yes. Yeah. So True. friends can only give you advice based on their own past experiences, mm. which may not exactly match up with what you're going through right Correct. now. And they may tell you what you want to hear mm. because they want to maintain that friendship and avoid conflict. Mm. Yeah. Or they want to make you feel better. So That's they say true. things that they know will make you happy. That's mm. true. Um, and, you know, their view is formed on how things have worked in their life and made sense to them. And I think with any friend therapist, take it with a pinch of salt. Correct. I think that's very important. Like, you can speak to as many people as you want to. But I think at the end of the day, you need to know that it's your decision to make and you will bear the consequences. So people can say whatever they want to you, but you're going to have to live through that. Correct. Mm -hmm. Which means at the end of the day, you still have to come to your own conclusion. So let me ask you girls, you're such good listeners, right? And I'm sure like many of your friends confide in you. Has there been any situation where 
you felt like they were talking too much and there's just too much negative energy that you are taking in. Definitely. Um, I think there comes a certain point, especially when I'm not in a good mental headspace uh-huh. and then people come to me, you know, for advice and stuff and my mind is already jumbled up and I can't self-regulate my emotions. That's when I get very overwhelmed, you know, trying to solve my own problems and solve someone else's problems. Mm. But that's the thing about being a therapist friend. What's very important, um, like my friend says, it was only tiring and crappy for me as a therapist friend when I didn't know how to self-regulate and set boundaries. Once I managed to get that done, I was very happy to be there for my friends in that way. And conversely, if they don't confide in me, I would actually be sad. She relishes, you know, having this role to her friends. She enjoys being that person. Mm, So she feels like, why not coming to me? Correct. Not everybody can do that, you know. She's very selfless in a sense. Yeah. 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 Love you. Oh, she's so sweet. Can I call her up next time? Can. Can. (laughs) Her number is eight. Okay, but I also feel, mm-hmm. right, like when you have a therapist friend, because they're your friend, and I mean, they should love you, right? Correct. That's why you're confiding in them in Correct. the first place. So because they love you, I think sometimes when you share with them certain experiences, like let's say, you know, you went through certain things or people did certain things to you, there may be things that they feel as well. So they can't be completely impartial. True, yeah. yeah they can't because be Because they get affected as well. Let's say they, they feel angry for you mm. or they feel upset for you. So how can you even remain objective in a situation like that? Whether you are the therapist friend or you're just a friend offering advice. Oh. Well, I feel like when it comes to my friends, I suck at being objective. Okay. I, I, I will want to protect them and like mm. offer the best advice that I can. Mm. And that means I'm already not being objective. So do you think you could be a therapist friend? I can be a listener. But whether or not they heed my advice, I think it's up to them. So I remember in the previous episode, I mentioned I have a male friend who hooked up with a married lady. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh. Yes, uh, they are colleagues. So, uh, you know, when he told me about this, the first thing I said was, so you need to cut this for your mental health. Mm. But then after I went home, I was reflecting on what I said. Mm. And I just thought, should I have like, understood the situation more before I even said, you should cut it right away? Like, am I not coming from a point of view that is very understanding or empathetic towards this person? And I just felt bad about myself, you know. I listened to him, but I feel bad giving advice. And this whole thing is like a vicious cycle. Like, both of us are like spiralling downwards. Yeah. Giving advice is a responsibility. It really you is. You cannot just like anyhow and Correct. then like ruin your friend's life with and bad advice. And I'm so stressed to give yeah. advice sometimes. Okay, but don't you feel like at the end of the day... Um, your friends should also know, the one who's seeking advice, mm. should also know that it's still on them to make that decision. Correct. Yes, it's on you in a way where you could sway the decision. Mm. So you have to be very careful about what you say, you know, yeah. especially the space that they're in. But I think they should also know that at the end of the day, we're not trained therapists. Mm-hmm. Of course. That we're coming mm-hmm. from a friend angle before anything else. Yeah. Mm. I am actually really trying to look into like actual therapy. I've tried it once many years ago. Mm. Didn't really feel like it was a fit for me. But now I'm trying this thing called teletherapy. Mm. Where you do oh, it online. online. Yeah. It's an app. Then you just like video call or call or just chat with the therapist. And they're from like all over the world. They're from all over the world. And you can keep, keep switching it up until you find one that you feel comfortable with. And it's much, much cheaper than re- regular therapy where it's mm. face-to-face. So you could consider that. It's called BetterHelp. My therapist friend told me about it. Oh. So she not only offered therapy, but she offered therapy services wow. and solutions. Um, but we have a story here. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, from one of our producers. Oh, which one? The one who's directing this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
So she has a friend who is a bit of a mess, okay? Um, right. Drunk, shit-faced for a few days in a row. And she had to cap down to, you know, help him out, get him home or make sure he's okay. She was so mad, she actually shouted at him. After a few days in a row, this few days in a okay. row. She shouted at him. She said, get your fucking ass together. Stop your pity party and don't you dare call me again. This is the last time. I'm really mad at you right now. He ugly cried and then he left few days later, she texted him to check on him and asked him to pay for his beers. <laughs> oh my gosh, so savage. He told me he ended up in the hospital that night because he tried to hurt himself. And because her words like, you know, don't call me anymore. That felt like abandonment to him. And he felt like all his friends didn't care about him anymore. Basically, she didn't know that she was his last lifeline. She didn't know that he, she was the last straw that he was hanging on to. And he didn't call me he didn't call her when he went in the hospital because she said, don't ever call me again. Oh, no. And that really broke her heart. But Are you still friends? They're still, yes, friends, they're still friends, thankfully. But that's when you know like the pressure of being a therapist friend. It's actually really dangerous because people's lives could Correct. be at stake as well. But to be fair, I can understand where she's coming from. Like a few nights in a row, like cabbing to him to see him in this like drunken state. I would be mad. Maybe Correct. I wouldn't have said like, don't ever call me again, but I would be so, so pissed at this person. Like, what are you doing? Correct. Really get your life together. Correct. Because I think as a friend as well, I mean, you're watching your friend spiral, right? And sometimes you don't know the degree of it or the extent Correct. of it because they maybe didn't explain to you, but they were just behaving that way and you mm-hmm. have to pick up after them, mm-hmm. basically, right? So obviously you would have this inclination to like, get yourself together. I because think that's the scary part about relying on friends as well. Because they are humans after all. Correct. Um, I'll share a story. So, my therapist friend was my ex. Not not this friend, not this girlfriend. Oh, okay. okay. So, my ex was actually my therapist friend. Okay, okay. While you guys were still together. Yes. So, he was someone that brought me out of depression multiple times. Right. Would always change my perspective. Because of him, actually, I have a very strong, like, sort of mental capacity now. Okay. 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 When things ended, I was very lost, right? Mm. And when I was spiraling... I turned towards him, even though we had already broken up. He wasn't able to be there for me. Mm. Um, for, for, for valid reasons, you know. And I, I, I guess I shouldn't have expected that he would be there for me in the same capacity. But it's just because I've grown so used to it. Okay. And I didn't know who else to turn to, right? Mm. Um, he wasn't able to be there for me. And I ended up in a very bad situation. And that's when I realised, you know, in that bad situation, watching all these friends show up for me, like stay with me, like, you know, um, make sure that I'm okay. Anything that I needed, they would help me with it. That's when I realised, actually, there are some points when you need to let your therapist friend go and know that you have a good support system yes. and you will survive no matter what. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, evaluate the situation that you're in. If you let things go and let people mm. go because they can't support you anymore, you got to do it. Yeah. Mm. I feel like it's really tough being a friend therapist because... You have your own shit to handle, yeah. but you still have to take care of other people's emotions and make sure they're okay. So, well, my heart really goes out to all the therapists out there, and I really don't know how you guys do this for a living. The real therapists. Correct, the real okay. therapists, yeah. Okay, fine. And our friend therapists out there, you know, who are constantly taking in your, 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 your circle of friends' negative energy or like their rants yeah. and trying to turn that into something positive, that's really commendable. So this relationship psychologist with over 20 years of experience actually said that on some level, it really doesn't matter what you say or what advice you give because mostly people always follow their own instincts, which I found to be true. Yes. Huh. Sometimes when I give my friends advice, right, I can yeah. tell that they're thinking 
mm. of what they want to do themselves already. <laughs> like nothing to do with my advice at all. <laughs> like you can tell, and you know. That's true. Your advice might point them in a certain direction, Correct. but at the end of the day, they always go with their gut. Yes, I and agree. That's not wrong. I think that's important. In fact, that's better for you as a friend Correct. therapist because you are freed of that like responsibility and stress to make sure that she's in a good place. Mm. Correct. In fact, actually, right, a lot of my friend therapists or like my friends for that matter, sometimes when I go to them and I say, I don't know what to do or like, I don't know what I want or I don't know what to think, you know, and they'll actually tell me like, you know what you want. You just either don't want to admit it or you're not thinking hard enough, but you probably know what you want. Yeah, I definitely hear that. It does get tiring. Like, uh, very similar to this story, I have a girlfriend who is in a super toxic relationship. Every time we talk, she will talk about her issues with a boyfriend <gasps> and always talks about oh how the whole relationship is very bad and she's very miserable and da-da-da. And the friend will tell her, okay, then break up. Mm. Then she will not listen and she'll mm. continue. And then she'll come back another day and say, oh, I'm still very upset. Oh. So that gets very tiring because they're not heeding your advice over and over again. And mm. I've had that happen to me as well where it came to a point where I was like, you know what, just like just break up. If not, just, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yes, so essentially, I agree. I've had a friend say that to another friend, uh. right? So basically, it's either you break up or I don't ever want to hear about it again. Ah, uh, something like that. Correct. And then that friend was very hurt, like. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but I, but I feel like maybe they need someone else to knock some sense in them. Love. But you can't just keep being negative over this relationship, right? And then like you, it spills over to your other friendships as yeah. well. I think for me. Uh, when I get when I get advice, right? I, I hate tough love. It makes me cry. <laughs> yeah, I don't mm. think Jimmy is a tough love kind of person. Mm. You have to be like soft and gentle and loving. Yes. Mm. yes. And we will be. Thank you, Sayang. We will be. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, yes. What about you guys? Uh, I'm also a baby. Mm. Okay, baby. Soft approach kind? Soft. Mm. But like, in general, I just don't like screamings and shoutings and like harsh tones. I get very sensitive. Even if it has nothing to do with me. Like... <laughs> But like, sometimes I'm very harsh with Zura. I'm no, so sorry. No, I feel like sometimes I'm harsh yeah, with Zura. Same, same. Like, oh, but yeah. I'm also a bit like resistant. I think yes. you need tough love, eh, actually. I do think you need tough no love. Le. <laughs> I cannot be gentle. I will try both approach. La, but Whatever. they both don't seem to work. <laughs> actually, Hazy, you look like you would appreciate tough love. I don't know. I'm conflicted myself. Okay. Like... Mm, let me imagine this situation where I'm telling a friend therapist about something that I, I've been through. Mm. I feel like if she starts like being all harsh and fierce about it with me, I would be very afraid. Oh. And I would never dare to go to her for advice again. Mm. You know, I think a different situation calls for different things. Correct. Yeah, if it's like repeated over and over and over oh, again. Then you need to slap me in my face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Your face too expensive for that. Yeah, <laughs> cannot. But yeah, it really depends on the situation as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, this other person says that um, I'm really tired, guys. I'm trying so hard to just take care of myself, my friends, my body, my grades, and my family. I just really wish someone would make me a nice cup of tea. So this is for you. Correct. So sad. This is when I feel like um, you let your role as a friend therapist go too far. True. You also need to draw the line, and and you need to know how to practice self love. Set boundaries. Yes. When you have to protect yourself, you have to. One of our producers said, "I used to enjoy being the therapist friend. I still do." even though time doesn't really allow me to be so invested Mm. anymore. Mm. But on darker days, I wonder, how come I can go around solving everybody's problems, but I can't solve my own problems? We are same. Yeah. Then she says, sometimes you just want to be the person that's being taken care of. 
I mean, Aww. who doesn't like that, right? We take care of you. We take care of you. But there are really some people who enjoys being the therapist's friend. Like sure. another of our producers says that being the therapist's friend makes her happy because she thinks that she can give very good advice mm. uh, because she can provide alternative perspectives. Mm. But she also admits that, you know, when it gets a bit too much, it's pretty tiring at times. Yeah. Mm, I understand. I think for me, right, I think people look for me to dumb lah. To vent. Yeah. Emotional oh, really, unloading. Really, really. Correct, yeah. correct. Because I listen, right? Mm-hmm. Like with Zura, it's like a, a one-way thing. We just need someone to listen to us and then we're good. But for Jeremy, it's more of a two-way thing. Like if you ask me. Like, yeah, I can't shut up. Like, <laughs> like she, she must listen and I want to hear what she thinks. Ah, okay. Mm, okay. You know, it's very weird. Like different friends, you know. Correct, for, for, correct. for different things. So, so I feel sometimes, How do you right? set your own boundaries? Correct. Oh. Like how do you regulate? Mm. It doesn't affect me. Oh, very good. Like, you know, some people are just like that. I love that. Yeah. So last time, like, sometimes I used to joke about it. And I sometimes say, like, is there a sign on my forehead that says, tell me all your problems and make a problem my problem? <laughs> Actually, there is. Eh? <laughs> yeah. But that's why also, right, I am almost fully booked there. Eh? Booked and busy. <laughs> booked and busy. I probably have someone to see, like, every day. I think sometimes I feel like I'm very tired or mm. I'm very busy and I have... Even when I have a full day, right? If someone looks for me, I will still go and see them. That's true. She will sacrifice to sleep Correct. just to see this person. Correct. Yeah. I will tell you like, I can't do it now, but like my earliest slot is like midnight. If you can wait until midnight, I'll be there. Hey, that's like my real therapist also got a book slot. So <laughs> very similar. But yes, you have to communicate boundaries to your friends if you are the therapist's friend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's say you are not ready or not in a good headspace for someone to emotionally rant or vent to you. Mm. Just tell them no. Just say I, not right now, but I'll come back to you. If they're true friends, they should understand. Correct. And I think it's very important to give honest advice and let your friend know that this is based on your own opinion. Mm. It's not professional. Mm. Just take whatever he or she wants to. Mm. This is what I think. Yes. But please make your own decision. Like Correct. Informed decision. And I feel like sometimes when it gets a bit too much, like we mentioned just now, the um, our producer with that drunk friend, yeah. I think it's way out of her her, her, ability. her ability to help really then this is when it's a sign to seek professional help for sure yeah you need to be able to identify when your friend needs professional help and when you can't help them anymore Correct. as much as you want to help them which we understand but there comes a point where you're not able to anymore um, yes also like what Hazy said ask them do you want advice or do you just want someone to listen mm. and I think the person who's seeking advice as well maybe you can start with I need to talk are you, you available? Know, ab- are you able to right now? Okay. Not in terms of time, but maybe in terms of like mental, mental commitment and stuff. Commitment. Mm. Mm. Um, this uh, licensed marriage and family therapist in New York City, Racine Henry, said, if you're the one who's on more of the receiving end, you can definitely burn out. Yes. yes. And this applies not just to friend therapists, it applies in any relationship. Work guys. or yes. life or friendship, mm. or like romance, whatever. Okay, if you're on the receiving end, a lot more, you can burn out easily. So something that I uh, always try to do for anyone that I vent to, right? Mm. I always make sure that I ask them every single day, how are you doing? Mm. Are you okay? Mm. Because they ask me the same thing, right? So you, you have to show them the same care and concern. Yeah. yeah. You can't just always take from people and never give back. Correct. Correct. And most of the time when people ask you that, do you find yourself responding with like good, positive responses? or? So what me and my friends do is that we rate our day. Mm. Out of 10, okay. right? So we'll ask each other, like, how's your day? And then my friend will tell me, today was a 2 out of 10. Or today was a 3 out of 10. Then some days there'll be a 6 out of 10 or 7 out of 10. Mm. So that's how we kind of know, okay, how we are both Correct. feeling. 
I think that's quite nice. Yeah. That's nice. This is a good yeah. like scorecard kind yeah, of way correct. to like rate your day. Yeah, and then I think when you read the number as well, you sort of know where they're at and you mm. know how to approach it as well. Mm. Mm. On this note, I think a, a mood tracker also works as Ooh. well. Like Did you every do that? day, yeah, yeah, in your journal. Yeah, I have that in my journal. So I, I think I mentioned you can either draw a smiley face, a frown, or a neutral face. So mm. this helps you like track your emotion. Uh, throughout the entire month and then from there you can see if there's any steps you need to take to achieve a happier, healthier lifestyle. Speaking of that, so me and my friends actually, uh, or just me and one friend actually have this um, widget. It's on, on iOS. It's called Widgetable. So on the new <laughs> iOS 16, you can put it on your homepage. Uh-huh. Then you each update your feelings for the day. It comes oh. out in an emoji. So uh. it can be like excited, sleepy, happy, tired, uh. frustrated. So every day I know how she's feeling because I can see it on my home screen and she knows how I'm feeling. Oh, that's so yeah. cute. So then you keep track of how you're both feeling. Is it a one-to-one kind of thing? I think you can do it with a group. Multiple. Yeah, you oh, can do nice. it with a group. It's called widgetable. That's a, yeah. that's a good way to offer help to someone if uh, he or she needs it, but yeah. he doesn't want to talk about it, right? Technologies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I see like my friend is sad on the widget, right? Of course, I would text her immediately. I'd be like, hey, what's going on? Like, are you okay? Because sometimes you, you don't have time to always be talking to this person throughout the day. Mm-hmm. But if I see something that's of concern, then I'll reach out to her. Mm-hmm. I think it's just natural. Yeah. Actually, right, very recently, um, I think a friend was not in a very good space mm-hmm. and was um, desperately reaching out for me. Yeah. But at that time, it just so happened that I was in the middle of a shitstorm as well. Like literally, I was outside and I was dealing with something. So I, there was no way for me to leave. There was no way for me to attend to this person. Okay. But I felt like they really needed me and I couldn't be there. But I did reply and say like, hey, can you just give me some time? Like, I'm in the middle of something that like, I honestly am in the middle of a shitstorm. I'm trying to sort this out myself. Let me know where you are. Let me know if you're okay. Like, let me see whether I can get to you like later. But this is probably like in the middle of the night already. But you felt guilt for not being able to be there for him. I mm. Can I tell you something funny? Mm. I know who this person is. I know. And actually, my therapist friend was there for him that night that you couldn't be there for him. <laughs> yes, because... What a complicated relationship. This friend kept texting, right? I know, I know, yes. I know. And this friend had texted her therapist friend looking for her. Yes, going, Azurgo, where are you? And this therapist friend is like, wrong person, I'm not but, but my therapist friend actually, actually saved him that night. Yes. So I think at the end of the day, you can't just rely on one person. You need a big support system, mm. right? Like even my own therapist friend says that her therapy comes from all these people that talk to her. Mm. She gains perspective. She learns from them as well. And that gives her, you know, reason to continue providing Correct. for people. And I feel like the social media content that you consume online is very important as well. Not yeah. just your friends. The kind of things that you are looking at throughout the day also affects your mood as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's why you feed your mind. Mm-hmm. So question for the floor. Have you ever received like a bad advice that you followed through with? Not really, no. I think I'm a bit more like rational. True. And I make decisions that I want to mm. in a certain sense. Yeah, so at the end of the day, you follow your own gut. Correct. My own instincts like we mentioned mm, just yeah. now, right? Correct. We actually so, already know what we want to do. If you make a mistake, that's on you. Correct. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't put it on that person who gave me this advice mm. because I choose to take it. That's Correct. true. What about you? Have you taken any like, bad advice from any friends? I wouldn't say I've taken bad advice but I've probably heeded advice from people that are not good therapist friends. Mm. Like people that are not also not in the right headspace to give me advice but okay. I just listen because I'm vulnerable. So now I'm just a bit more careful like what I listen to. Mm. Understand. Yeah. You? I don't think so. I think mm. I I will listen and I will consider 
But I know that at the end of the day, it has to be my choice. Okay. It has yeah. to be my decision, right? That's very good and responsible. But I also feel like that's why I sometimes give myself more time to make a decision. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Just to be extra sure. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, being a therapist friend comes with a lot of pressure. Like Azura said, you can feel guilt not being able to be there for them. But if it's like a situation like that and you know your friend needs professional help, tell them to go and get it. Because... Yes. It shouldn't be on your shoulders, this responsibility. Yes. Mm. So how do you actually reach out to your therapist friends? I have so many receipts from my chat. He, this one says, Babe SOS. She okay. was like, Are you okay? Where are you? I said, I'm okay. I just need your advice. What do I say? Then so all the cute. screenshots, all the screenshots. Mm. Yeah. So okay. things like that. Or I'll just call her immediately and mm. be like, Babe, I need your help. For me, my friends always come to me with a more serious tone. Like, Hazy, are you free right now? I need to speak with you. Oh. But this happens like so rarely. So when it happens, I know that like, shit is real. You know? That's what you do to me. Like, she'll be like, can you come in earlier? Let's meet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, then so, I'll be like, what's happening? Correct. That's one of the very rare occurrences. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you, right? Mm. So I see jumps all the time because we're next to each other, mm. right? This one particular day, a couple of weeks ago, uh -huh. it's the first time ever that she came to me and said, I need to talk to you. And I freaked out. <laughs> I freaked out. I was like, what? What is going on? <laughs> I'm sorry that caused you unnecessary anxiety. But yes. it was really nothing. It was really nothing. Uh, it was really nothing. It, as in, it was something that I had heard. I just want to check in with her, make yeah. sure she's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay, I wasn't going okay. to her for advice, but I had heard that she was in a tough spot. So I went to her and said, are you Okay. And and turns out she was okay. So, oh. <laughs> but you I know, was worried. Standing at the radio door, staring at me, going, "I need to talk to you later." In the most serious tone. <sighs> That's kind of scary. I'm so sorry. I'm scary for no reason. I will I will regulate my tone next time. Yeah. Um. Usually, if I need to talk to a therapist friend, my line is usually, "I got story." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like we feel like, oh, okay, like, as well got story, it should be nothing serious. Yeah. Then it turns out to be something serious. Oh, 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 oh. Because it's always so positive. She takes it so lightheartedly. Correct. You know, you know how I describe Azura? Ping ping piang piang. Bada bing bada boom. Yes. That's, her. That's Azura. Wee. <laughs> but what about your therapist friends, right? That don't have a therapist friend. Well, I've known of people like that. Yeah. They they choose to uh, regulate their emotions not by going to someone else but by other means. For example, listening to podcasts. Oh. Listening to music. Going for a run. Going for a swim. I think sometimes for a lot of these people, they also feel like maybe they might want to talk to someone. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of them, there's a part of them that feels like they don't want to burden someone else. Even though they're not. Oh, well, that's me. Eh. Oh. I feel like that's me. Don't ever feel that way with us. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's like, other than my, my partner, if I ever had one, um, I feel like it's okay to go to him because he's my partner, right? Mm. But when it comes to my friends, I feel like, oh, am I being a burden? Should I like, not imposing? tell them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I like inconveniencing them and not. stuff? Yeah, you know, I think it's natural to feel that way. It's valid uh -huh. to feel that way. But you should be able to rely on your friends as a support right. system. So yeah, don't be afraid to do that. And in, in essence, right, Hush Podcast, are we not therapist friends to so many people out yeah. there? No, I just eh? realised that the people on TikTok say who are these what? people to be talking about all these what? things. <laughs> so salty. Take our words with a pinch of salt. Correct. We're full of shit. Yeah. And I just want to remind everybody that, you know, I believe that you already know what decision you want to make within yes. yourselves. Your so, gut feeling. Correct. Go with it. We're just here to offer extra advice and just some fun and laughter and love, hopefully. Different perspectives, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Live, love, love. Yay! <laughs> In free love. Yes. And then, right, um, there's also this other thing. It's a bit shallow, I feel, but 
I feel like I believe in it. Okay. So I don't know if you've heard this before, but basically, if you need to make a decision between two things, and you can't decide. Oh, right. You flip a coin. You flip a coin because when it's in the air, you will be hoping for one side. Correct. I feel like that's bad advice. No, <laughs> no, no, no coin. Really, really. Not because of what the coin will tell you. Okay. But when it's in the air, you would be hoping for one side. But I feel like if I flip, right, and then the coin lands on one side, but I wanted the other one, yes. then yes. I don't follow through, right? I feel like something bad will happen. No lah. Because that's what the universe intended for you to do. No lah. <laughs> no lah. No so while hey. it's in the air, you have to think. Yes. So throw higher of it. Yes. <laughs> then you got more time to think yeah. before it comes down. <laughs> but that's true. Mm. That's true. Whenever you are in a spot, maybe flip a coin and we hope like that can give you some light. Clarity. 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 That's right. Shout so. out. With that, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Clarity's Hush Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at isclarity.co. You can listen to us on Me Listen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to turn on your notifications. Yes, and also catch us on YouTube. Uh, I have fiery red hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit nice of a shocker. <laughs> Thank you so much once again. I'm Hazel. I'm Azura. And I'm Jermaine. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.